You must know that first. Can't nothing and nobody fade what we trying to do and what we about to do. Second thing is, we got this game on our level. You understand what I'm saying? Yo, yo, welcome to an episode of In Space. I am your host, as always, Chris Connor. Shout out to the good people at DraftKings Sportsbook for showing us love all season long. New York Life, as well as Birdsaw Law Firm. Um, So, um, the offseason, I mean, I've done a couple shows since the, uh, the Pelicans were eliminated from playoff contention. And... Um, while a lot of other teams are still are still playing basketball, which we're gonna talk about, Pelicans are out. So we got a whole offseason to talk about the Pelicans. And between, you know, we folks at Boo Crew, we had a meeting yesterday about how the offseason is gonna is gonna break down and so on and so forth. So, yo, man, I, I'm I, I'm gonna tell y'all like I remember last year talking to a lot of folks, and I was thinking about struggling with content, and I remember Multiple people that I talked to was like, yeah, man, like, you know, you grasping for straws. I really get the feeling like this year, not just for us, but for a lot of people, it's going to be a little different. And you're going to have a real fun offseason um, full of a lot of different creative content. I know people at Boot Crew from the individual shows to, you know, the group shows that we put out is going to be dope, man. So y'all type in with us. Here's one of those examples. Um, So. I ain't got to tell y'all the Grizzlies playing right now. Their season may be on the line tonight or as we speak right now, playing the Los Angeles Lakers. And there's, you know, um, a lot of talk about that, about that Grizzlies team, what they do going for John Morant. And that's outside of all the different conversations that's been surrounding Ja um, this year in particular. But I'm going to tell y'all in this show why a comparison that I have kind of thought about, I've loosely compared Ja to is slowly becoming brighter and brighter to me. And I, you know, I wanted to discuss it with y'all and see what y'all thought. So Ja Morant reminds me of Derrick Rose in a lot of ways. Now, um, from play style to, and we're talking early on, right? I'm talking elite talking early elite. It didn't last long, but I'm talking MVP level Derrick Rose before um, the knee injury, which kind of just changed everything for him. And it ties into what I think is, is important about Ja. Regardless of how this season ends or not, I think that Ja needs to make some adjustments and some changes in his game. Um, And I think that a guy like Derrick Rose is – perfect for him to look at because it may be it's one of he's one of those dudes that I think it's one of the few dudes that can maybe understand the path that Jai's having to take or going through and man like I started thinking like even like the team setups man when comparing those two right you got Jaron Jackson Jr. Rose had Joaquin Noah different players and how they how they got paid and got money but um, different personality types as well, but um, I look at that. I look at that guy and I say, all right, well, you know, that's the that's the anchor defensively, like for your team. Um, and Rose had guys like you know uh, Carlos Boozer later on, you know, but you know the list the list I, you know goes on and on, right? You got you know Desmond, you got Desmond Bain, you know, on one side here, 
And then for um, for the Bulls, you had Luau Dane. So you had guys that were, you know, homegrown talents that were there. And then they added from outside of the team eventually to kind of make that Bulls team what it was. But regardless of all the different role players, the shooters, you got Luke, Luke Kennard from Memphis. You got Kyle Korver eventually was a was a Bull. They drafted guys like Doug McDermott. Um, and, I'm you know, I'm trying to think. I mean, I, I, I you eventually get a get a Jimmy Butler. You know, you draft him and grow him. Maybe, maybe he's he's probably the better Desmond Bang um comparison of sorts, but you get what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of comparisons there, but the motor, for better or for worse, is in that guard. And it just so happens, in my opinion, Ja is generational. Well, so was Derek. Right? Derek was we we had saw athletic guards, and I got the I got the you know. The, the unique opportunity, even though being from New Orleans, I had been in Chicago when Derek, when Derek was coming up, I had been in, in Chicago for like two, three years already. I was going to school at that time, going to high school when Derek was on his way, even coming through the ranks through high school, going to Simeon. And you remember hearing stories then past first. Well, what did, what did you hear about Ja? Like Ja was doing crazy stuff in college. Um, and you know the you know the high number of of assists he was a point guard that's what was being talked about and the athleticism was like the plus but he was a team but that's what you heard that's what i heard about Ja coming out humble dude with a motor a competitor but he's team first he's he's gonna get his other guys involved same with Derek. then you get to the league and you being you being this this amazing talent the team that you were surrounded by surrounded around like the keys are in your hand and both guys got off to like hot starts. I think Derek Derek didn't make the playoffs the first year, and Ja Ja was he? I think Ja was in the plan the first year. But each and every year after that, he continued to stay competitive, made the playoffs. Um, and we got a chance to really um, we got a chance to see Memphis always be in the mix of things. Same with Derek. Ends up winning, like, you know, the youngest MVP. Like, that That was a time. But I remember, and I was called a hater for this at the time. I ain't really, you know, I maybe I was being really stubborn about just Chris Paul at the time in New Orleans. It's just like, I, right, you know, I don't really see it. I, uh, you know, there was something that was, there was something that was drawing caution for me when it came to D-Rose. Even early, I was like, I was watching, and maybe it was because we hadn't seen anything like him, but you just watched them play. I was like, man, that looks dangerous. His style of play looks dangerous. And I just kept thinking, like, you know, the cuts, the stops, the starts, all of the, um, like, that level of athleticism coming in those little short periods and bursts. I just kept thinking, like, yo, playing that style game in and game out, not really being a shooter yet. It took him a while to really um, – took Derek – I'd say years after his last injury to become, you know, a solid to good, consistent shooter. Jai isn't there as of yet, even though he's made some type of improvements. But downhill, finishing at the cut, I haven't seen. I, I you know, I, I, I hadn't seen the the change of direction like Derrick Rose, and it's ironic because Russell Westbrook came out that same draft class with D Rose, and then we later saw guys like John Wall and company you know, follow, but same with Ja, like what Ja takes off from and how he's able to extend the basketball to get to is it's why some of his posters and almost posters have been some of the nastiest things that we've ever seen. 
Um, one of one, I think both of them. But I think that the thing I always saw with Derek and Derek, look, man. I always wonder, like, how long can that last? And it's, it's similar to the conversations that we talk about with Zion, right? It's not about just the, the today. It's about the longevity. What does he do? What can he do now to help the dude that's going to be, you know, 10 years from now, to help the basketball player that we hope is still playing six, seven, eight years from now? Those are the conversations. That's why C.J. McCollum, you know, will get on a on a podium and say, this is how I lasted for so long. This is why I'm at this. I'm at this stage and I've been able to play this consistent because I've taken care of this and that my body, the game. And this isn't a, you know, a personal conversation. That, that's a whole different, whole different discussion. And I'm not telling you that I have, you know, sources to know these individuals and people, but I'm just talking about the games and what I'm watching. And dog, when you look at some of the fall, Jai got a laundry list of crazy falls to where it's like, how long before it's the wrong one? Here's one from the series. Vanderbilt trying to stay with inside. Offensive. It's crazy. And, bro, he got so many of those. And it's like, duh, it's so many close calls. You saw that a lot with Derek as well, falling on, the, falling on the ground so many times, having to get up until one day, like, you know, things just gave. It just happened. And then it happened again. And it happened again. And – one knee injury changed one of the the arguably one of the more unique talents that we've ever seen. We got robbed of seeing what he would grow into once his body matured, once he matured mentally, you know, once he like truthfully became a man. Like once he really got into the dude that we see today, that is a really fantastic interview when hearing about the things that he's went went through on and off the floor and Derrick Rose. The title of the video says John Moran should look to learn from Derrick Rose. And I was really going to say he should learn from Derrick Rose's mistakes. Um, And could you really call it mistakes when a dude that at 20 years old wins MVP and I think got, got his team to Eastern Conference Championship and had a real chance to get into the NBA Finals? And that That's that's probably not, not even fair on D. Rose's part. But, you know, you think about just the safety of it all and – the respect of knowing, all right, I can go zero to 100 whenever I choose to, but the goal is to survive and preserve. Now, in the playoffs, I know you land it all on, on the line, but can you afford to do that so often and play a long career? Thankfully, Ja hasn't had, you know, a, a, you know, he's had a few different injuries here, but he hasn't had a season ender. He hasn't had a major injury just yet. But man, you, how many more of these can you see? before it's like something bad happens and i would hope whether it's his jumper whether it's whether it's um some of the things some of the 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 fundamentals some of the elements that he adds the craftiness he adds around the game to add to um i guess adjust we know what type of athlete he is but what else can he add to his to his game to his repertoire to um you know just preserve his body in an already long and some would say too long NBA season. Like we like th this is crazy. This one here was nuts. Bro. That should never happen in an NBA game. Like why? 
Let me tell you what I thought about when I saw it. To nail Jericho, and now Jeff Hardy. Oh, next summer, Shouldn't happen. I'm going to start calling him Jai Hardy. Because you should not be in any situation on the floor where you are doing a swan time bomb or a whisper in the wind, uh, the whisper in the wind on a basketball floor. It just shouldn't be a thing. Shouldn't be a thing. Longevity, man. Longevity. And, you know, Derek, Derek Rose taught you that at the highest point of your career, it could all change. You don't know when it's going to happen. For him, it happened in the playoffs. Right. Changed the changed the, the, the way he looked at basketball, changed his life forever. You don't know when that next pro hop and it wasn't even. And for D Rose, I don't even think it was that crazy of a play. It just happened. You don't know when it's going to happen. And I hope that John ja learns from that before his game is forced to change. Or let's say he, you know, and I, I hope that nothing does happen. I hope that he doesn't have to. He doesn't have any major injuries or so on and so forth. But. Even let's say he doesn't and he's blessed to 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 um, to play a long career without any major injuries. The athleticism will will fade. What else have you added in the process? To me, I always thought that in these years, especially these early years, is the best time to get after it, to make the best of both worlds between what you can do fundamentally, what you can do mentally and what you can do athletically. Now the time to get it. Because that might be able to shift a lot of what this team does. Like the Bulls didn't know 100% how to build around Derrick Rose. And they never got the chance to really learn about it because of the injuries. They didn't have a full, you know, you didn't have five, six. It, you didn't have that that long of, you know, of time. Um, Jai, I think, is going into year five. He's been able to get there. Now, what does his next five years look like? And I'm hoping... Same conversation that we have about Zion. I'm hoping that he learns from this last five and just stop putting his body in. And so, like, bro, what the hope? John, protect yourself, man. Protect yourself, man. Learn, learn from D Rose. Um, and I know they different players, man. And 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 D Rose, in a lot of respects, was was the first of that kind of animal, that kind of athlete. That kind, we, I mean, to this day, man, I don't think you'll ever, you might not ever see another Derrick Rose, especially that that story going to Chicago, plant like crazy. But even in the same division as the Pelicans, man, you know, even if we never get a chance to see the rivalry that we thought would happen between him and Zion or Grizzlies Pelicans full time. I just want Ja to have a long career, man, and make the most of, be able to make the most of his gifts and, um, you know, really take his game to another level. And I, I think he will, but it'd be a lot easier if he's able to, um, you know, be healthy and not continuing to put his body at risk. That's just the goal, man. Fine. Continue to add to your craft, add to your game you know, and let the rest take care of itself. Appreciate y'all, man. That's it for this show tomorrow, man. I got a fun show, Lance Moore. Y'all know who Lance Moore is, Super Bowl champion. Uh, you know, he's a legend as far as I'm concerned. We're going to talk about his career. He was gracious enough to come join, chop it up, chop it up with me tomorrow, Thursday on draft day. So that's going to be dope. Shout out to Lance. I can't wait to do that. 
Till then, no, I holler at y'all. It's gonna be a fun off season. Playoffs is on. I'm sure we'll have more to talk about with the with as the series is you know advance and we get to the finals. But um, yeah, man, y'all keep locking in. Let me know what y'all think. Do y'all think that um John Moran and Derrick Rose is a good comparison? Do y'all see what I'm talking about? What are y'all concerns with Ja? Um, what do y'all think he should change? Are you concerned about his future? I'd like to hear it. Um, yeah, shout out everybody. We good. We good. We out. And if we didn't, if I didn't, it's the off season, right? I could, I could rest now, right? I ain't gotta. Now, you get us out of here. In the building. I told you last time, get with us. Well, get out of here, man.